ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Berkeley Boys Podcast. Here we go. Broadcasting live from L204 tonight, we've got Sam Burton on politics. Hello, everybody. We've got Zach Franklin with sports. What's up, everybody? We got Neil Bagot on tech. Sorry, dudes. And yours truly, Noah Troxel, talking about pop culture and conspiracy theories. All right, so today, I think I'm going to go ahead and lead us off with politics as daddy, as some may call him, Donald Trump, just gave a speech. Uh, we're going to go straight into it, and the first response I, I saw on Twitter after the speech, take this as you will, was from Fox News' Chris Wallace, in which he said, it was by far the best speech I've ever heard at real Donald Trump give. Now, most of us listened to, I would say, probably roughly 20 to 30 minutes of the uh, speech. What do you guys think? Best speech he's ever given? I mean, I thought you were just going to say best speech of all time. <laughs> I was about to be like... But I mean, it was definitely definitely had the most clapping. Yeah, I don't know what that clap was. Circle jerk or clapping? Better than most of his stuff. That would be accurate. Lots of clapping. It was probably fifty percent actual speech. Now, one thing that either made you made some people cry or maybe spurred some controversy was the the maybe like ten minute segment dedicated to the widow of the Navy SEAL that died. Yeah. I mean, that, that's always an interesting segment. He also talked a little bit about immigration, health care, all the things that we love from, from good old President Trump. And, of course, the Democrats never really stood up to clap at anything. I mean, there were a few points, of, like, you know, sort of the, like, for the military family and stuff like that, I feel like they were getting up. But in the most part, you could see things weren't really bipartisan right now. I mean, I definitely think there's a lot of division. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of terrible. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, I thought that was lightning. For all of you, for all of you wondering, Zach just shined a light, a very bright LED in my eye. So. Fuck! <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a lot of storms here tonight, so we had to come prepared. You know, it's it's almost like a podcast by candlelight. Very intimate feeling here in the L204. It's like a square right there <laughs> that I just can't see out of. L204 are going to be hit with a tornado later tonight, I have a feeling. I mean... Trump speaks and there's tornado watches in India. Everybody, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, daddy, daddy stirs up the winds. You're, you're right. You're right. He does. He also stirs up hella nationalism. That's true. I mean, I wonder. I don't know. Do, do, I mean, I, I don't. I don't necessarily know how I good like, nationalism like, is, but I mean, I, I mean, feel like it's like more a conservative thing though, like like the alt right. Yeah, like. Uh, and more extreme conservatives tend to be like nationalistic in general, That's and then true. I feel like really extreme liberals would be the opposite, like let's secede or anarchy or some shit like that. I mean, I for know. the for the most part, do, I mean, do they have some points? I mean, globalism comes with some downfalls, like human trafficking and terrorism. But I mean, yeah. do I, I don't know if locking down the United States is the necessary. <laughs> it seems like you know you go from one extreme. Of, Maybe letting everyone in, as Trump says. I don't know if that's exactly true. There was a pretty good vetting process we had in, already. The, the new extreme of, um, you know, almost shutting everything down. Yeah, I think extremism on either side is not a good way to go. Extreme nationalism or globalism or anything like that. I mean, that's that's pretty pissy though, too. Like, you know, on Facebook, you know, you have extreme liberals versus extreme conservatives, and you kind of just have to stay yeah. off social media now. It seems like there's no middle ground on anything now. 
Shout out to, to Twitter for, for becoming so political that it's, it's ruined the app. <laughs> one, one, I mean, you know, on Twitter, people get, get a lot of their news from different sources and fake news, fake, fake whatever. I mean, okay. I mean, I know a lot of people get their sports news now from the fake podcast. Sad. We won't <laughs> mention their name. They know who they are. We've already started podcast beef before we've even finished episode one. That's podcast good. beef, That's one of the biggest know. podcasts yeah, in America right now. On. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, you gotta have ambitions, right? I don't know. I think the whole fake news thing is pretty, pretty weak. It's just like, I'm butthurt about you saying something mean about me, so what you say isn't real. Well, like, it's not, it's more than that now. It's fucking, what? You're not real. <laughs> you're fake news, Noah. You're fake news. You're wrong. Your conspiracies are all terrible. It's more than that. It's like, Sam, I don't know if you saw the John Oliver segment where he, like, tracked how the voter fraud thing became, like, such, like, by the end of the elections, there were, like, it was, like, a huge percentage of people actually, like, Republicans actually believe, or people that voted for Trump actually believed that voter fraud happened, even though there was no evidence support to support it. And it started from, like, some one random article talking about voter fraud. And then from there, Trump, like, decided to pick up on it. And from there, he, like, preached about it in every fucking um, speech he had. And then from there, you get media on it and you get the general population on it. And that's how it turned into, quote-unquote, real news. Even though it was completely fake, it was yeah. circulated so much and the, the media was, like, so saturated with it that everyone thought it was real, even though it came from absolutely nowhere. I know, and there was no evidence to support it. It was still like, it just became so saturated all of a sudden that everyone was like, oh, there was voter fraud. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And see, that's that's also one of the problems, though, is like, I, I do enjoy John Oliver. I think he's pretty funny. But like, people will watch John Oliver and then cite them in his Facebook articles. And he's not a good good source. I mean, he gets his sources from from what I would consider credible, like, BBC, uh, Reuters, news places, places like that, and then he, and then people who quote him have to go up against people who quote well, see, Alex like, Jones and like Milo step- Yiannopoulos. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like a step above. Like at least he doesn't get it all from like clickbait or something. Like they'll do like it's basically every segment. I feel is kind of like an expose kind of thing. But at least it's not it's not clickbait though. I feel like everything else that's like shocking news or something is just turned into clickbait. It's true. That was, that was the thing that happened with PewDiePie, right? Is they were trying to get, uh, what was it? Well, it's just like right now, like the thing is like everyone wants to have the most outrageous. I mean, I think it's probably always been that way in news that everyone wants the most outrageous well, I mean, head, headlines because that's what generates clicks and stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean, you get clicks, you get money. So yeah, everything's driven by money. Exactly. And that, that whole thing just got way out too out of hand. And basically people taking stuff completely out of context and uh, whatever. I mean, that's pretty typical now. I mean, yeah, I, um, I mean, I just went went to Breitbart.com. Oh, um, I mean, is that clickbait or not? You tell me. I think they do, they do do journalism and they do obviously have a spin on everything. I mean, to, to read a news article and not think the writer has a political opinion is just absolutely <laughs> acidine. <laughs> and I mean, the, the top story on Breitbart right now is renewal of American spirit. Trump lays out accomplishments, vision, and sensational address to the nation. I mean, that speaks well. I mean, if you're a conservative, you're going to like that title. And if you're a Democrat, you might 
you know, oppose it. And things like that are just opinionated. And I think that's what gets people confused is opinion versus what's facts. I mean, every news story that's written by Breitbart or MSNBC, which is probably one of the most liberal mainstream media outlets, um, they all are going to have the same story from the same people. You can't, you can't say that six people burnt in a fire. That's terrible news story. That's a terrible example to use and somehow, you know, mess up the facts, you know, no matter which news story says it, those six people are still going to unfortunately have lost their lives in a fire. I was going to go with the example, like any, any of the speeches by uh, presidents or something like that, if they cover it, they were still, they were all there at the same speech. But depending on where you get your news from, from you could have like completely different views on what happened, who who won, if there was a clear winner, or something like that. Yeah. I so think like I feel like that's kind of what comes with getting your your news from media, like we do now. I mean, unless you were there, you're always going. There's going to be some kind of inherent bias depending on where you got it from, which is why I was. I also feel like it's so important to like look at more than one place to get your news from. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, uh, I have someone I know who repeatedly gets into Twitter arguments, and his name's John, and, um, the Twitter argument... Did we just name drop somebody? No, no, there's First no name dropping, so that's a fake alias, but... Oh, that's a fake alias. The name is not like, really we're John. Like, we're gonna call him John. But he shares thought... a bunch of videos, and then he'll engage in Twitter beef. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this, but his Twitter beef, the facts he states in those will be directly from the video he shared maybe two days ago. And uh, so then you can like have evidence that you you like you you already liked, and and, and now you're using it for that you. you. I fabricated. Mean, yeah, they, they was it fabricated? fabricated? No, it wasn't was fabricated. It was like it was, it was maybe like an ultra right analyst or, or a conservative analyst. Yeah. yeah, it was it was cherry picked to, to know what they wanted, and and they'll use the same statistics and I. The same statistics get thrown around in all those arguments, and, and it's interesting. I guess the bottom line is now we have to answer this. Are we fake news or not? I mean, we don't say we're going to produce news, but is what we say fake news? I mean, Noah? Depends on who you ask, I guess. Neil, we so, fake news? I don't know. I mean, again, it depends on, like, oh, it just depends. Like, you look at MSNBC and you look at Fox News, they might cover the same story, but they're going to cover it in completely different ways. And if you look at, like, extremists that only watch Fox News or extremists that only watch MSNBC and get all of their news from there, they're obviously going to think that the other um, channel is fake news. They're going to be like, oh, well, that's just completely not right because they saw the story one hour ago on their channel and they're like, well, this is how it went down. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Zach, are we fake news? Are we primary reporters? No, we're not primary so, reporters. Not. I mean, I've, we've already stated Breitbart and Fox News and MSNBC, so we have a rich diet, maybe richer than some other podcasts on the on the internet. Call it out again. <laughs> Savage. We will make podcasting great again, America. This this starts in an apartment and it and it grows. Um, but yeah, yeah, other than like nationalism and fake news, I think those are pretty hot topics right now in the politics segment. I mean. We're we're pretty we're more than a month into Trump's Trump's uh crusade. Pre presidency crusade. <laughs> That's for probably the word I would use. Uh, 
throwback to the the real crusades, like the fucking <laughs> daddy's crusade, the, the like religious wars, basically. Oh, about, like, oh the yeah, crusade, that's, the, the crusade for Christianity, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Jerusalem and stuff like that's that. Yeah, what I'm talking about yeah, like, where they went to literally take back <laughs> Jerusalem. So I guess what the what, what I want is 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 a first month and a, and a few days and some change report card. We're gonna go a. B, C, D, no pluses or minuses, and then Fs, and then, you know, if you, you think it's worse than Fs, we'll go L, because no one wants to take Ls. Oh so we'll start, we'll start with, with Neil. What, what do you give Trump his, his, his report card? Well, I mean, I feel like you'd have to break it down. Did he, has he been, like, fucking hauling through some of the big ticket items? Like, well, let's, let's Yeah, like, has he done what all. he said he was going to do? So far, yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying, but yeah, so I mean, I'd probably have to give him an A for, like, first 100 days like that list of things he said he wanted to start like like get started on he's definitely been like really active if his like the number of executive uh, orders he had in the first few days of his presidency alone <laughs> that's i'm not saying it's not i'm not going to talk about like is it good or bad i mean i will actually it's it's not good <laughs> let's be real here the types of the types of orders that are being carried out are undoubtedly like just terrible, but he's definitely moving. He's not like, what was it, Silent Cal, Calvin Coolidge? Uh, I forget which president he was. Are they going to go Calvin he, Coolidge? Yeah, right. he was like, he literally did like nothing in office, and that's why they called now, him now you, now you're Yeah, but now you're being a Trump. I, I, I asked you a, a steady question of just, <laughs> what is the report card? And now you gave me some... Some two-minute answer you, I was not looking for. Some, it d- completely depends on your bias, though. Like, did he do what he was say- Did he do what he said he was going to do? Yes. A. My interpretation of what he's doing, I don't like what he's doing, so I give him like an F. There. An F. An okay. Yeah. All right. So. So it depends on what part of him you are trying to grade. Are you grading like it's like when you break it up by subject, you know? Yeah. So I mean, okay. We'll 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 we'll, we'll give him maybe still, a D even from then, you then. Yeah, oh, okay. sure. Because <laughs> we're going to have to move on to Zach, because you, you right. just you just took that in Ryan. <laughs> what was the question? A report card for Trump. <laughs> is a month and a change. What, what are you giving him? Give him a C-. minus. We got a C- minus from Zach. Noah? Uh, oh, my. What's your, what's your rubric, though? That's the... That's I, I didn't give you a rubric. Well, that's... No, it's not going to be the same thing for everybody, obviously. Like, it depends based on your own views. Being who I am, I would probably give him, like, an F. He's pretty bad so far, I would say. And, I mean, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a C. Benefit of the doubt, he did what he's saying. You know, I think there's definitely some things that he says he's going to do that he still doesn't have a plan to do, so we'll give him a C. Big ticket item will be healthcare. We'll see how he rolls with that. That's all I have for politics today. Stay classy, America. Okay, is it my turn now? I'm talking about... All right, folks, we got some politics, not, wait, we got politics done, now we're moving on to pop culture. First, first item that I have uh, on the agenda today, um, you guys Subway fans at all? Any of you? Subway sandwich? Subway sandwich. No, yeah, not like riding the subway. I I dabble with Subway. All right, well, uh, probably dabble with Jared too. Yeah. (laughs) I did, I mean, he lived in my neighborhood. Um, I'm not advocating anything. I don't know who Jared Fogel is. I, he did live in my neighborhood, but don't come after me. Did he touch you? He did not touch me. <laughs> well, lived uh, in your neighborhood. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, and, uh, 
So an independent Canadian uh, research company recently DNA tested the chicken at five fast food restaurants. They found out that the grilled, the oven grilled chick, or the oven roasted or oven grilled chicken at Subway was only fifty three point six percent chicken. Fifty three point six percent? Yeah. What's the rest? Horse meat? Like what? Taco Bell? <laughs> no, dude. It's it's not horse meat. Thankfully, it's soy. Um, and then they also tested um, McDee's. They were eighty five percent chicken. Wendy's was a, uh, highest at eighty eight percent chicken. All of them commented on it and they were like this is 100 percent white meat chicken or something fake like news. that <laughs> yeah, fake news I'm like, oh, how do they get it that bad if it's 54 only 54 percent chicken in their tests um why did they only test chicken that's probably just that i don't know dude it's probably way easier to test like is this chicken dna than like with ground beef or something like that and i don't know if they i know other than wendy's do they even say well, I guess McDonald's does. And McDonald's like, advertises the hundred percent. Like, yeah, they USDA do. USDA or whatever. And well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why they didn't test those either. But I was looking at some of the what people were saying about it, and I think sort of a tricky thing that they put in their advertising is made with one hundred percent white meat chicken, but not made of one hundred percent white meat chicken. Oh, so boy. it's like that sort of gets them out of saying that. I mean, there's soy. Like it's half soy or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what's going on in the fast food world. I know we enjoy dabbling in... Wait, so is it like, is it like they just mix soy and chicken together? I, I imagine they grind it up and then like oh fucking boy. shit and it just, out into patties or something like that. Well, I mean, uh, you know, kind of like how we kind of grind up curry and then you, you feed it to us and we kind of shit it out. Who gets yeah. to do the shitting? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good the question. Customer. Yeah, the customer. Yeah, it's probably the customer, dude. I don't know. I don't think I've ever gone to Subway and had a chicken sandwich, so I cannot speak on what well, the chicken tastes like. Actually, sadly, that was my go-to for a while. They tasted a bit rubbery. Yeah, rubbery, like like hotel, like, yeah, like you could you could chew on <laughs> like it and you hotel would, scrambled eggs. I would have like the grilled sandwiches, but they had like the lines painted, so they were really rubbery. Like oh, get, like yeah. high school lunch. Yeah, exactly. And so I chew on them, and you could hear if you chewed just right, you could hear like a squeak sound, like <laughs> from the chicken pieces I and yet that was, was your go-to that was your go-to you heard a squeaking sound and you're like hmm, let me buy more of this no i changed <laughs> i was like this is probably not chicken i was right yeah and now you come out and say that okay i've always felt like subway has some sketchy ass meat fake news fake subs according to subway that is fake news are we putting them on their fake news are we making a fake news list and subway has just been added to it yeah dude i mean apparently so is mcdonald's wendy's as well so maybe even the bitch club uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's part of my thing. Yeah, okay, well, we, we won't we won't foreshadow. We won't foreshadow. Oh, let's see what else is going on. I guess this uh, sort of goes over to tech a tiny bit, but not very much. Um, Xbox One. I know we're all PS4 guys. Definitely here. PS4. Huge all, huge players. Yeah, we all get on in it's our a profession. Rooms. Someone signed me, Major League Gaming. I'm really good at Modern Warfare. MLG. Okay, wait, real quick. Should gaming be a sport? Get, dude, it's we'll not even sports yet. Get the fuck out of here. Stop trying Jesus. to screw up the rundown. It's the first episode and you're already getting those off Answer, track. Answer, yes. Um, That's all I needed. But yeah, so Xbox One, they're now doing this thing called a Game Pass. And it's, it's for everyone who has an Xbox One. And not just like their gold members or anything like that. But it's ten bucks a month. 
and you get unlimited access to over a hundred games, which were like including Halo Five, Two uh, K, Terraria, God of War, sorta, or no, Gears of War. Sorry, Gears I abbreviated that. Jesus, Noah. I'm sorry. That was a game too, God of War. Was yeah, it's it? a PlayStation exclusive. Oh well, okay, Gears of War. My bad. But yeah, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Would you, if you, theoretically, if PlayStation? Oh, and also, you can play. The game, the games, you don't just like play them, like they don't stream to your console. You actually download them, and you can play them offline for thirty days after, like you download them. Um, but it's yeah, it's monthly ten bucks. Is it kind of like that GameFly thing that already already exists, anyways? Kind of, but not really. You don't have to like rent them and return them or anything like that. It's just like a monthly thing, and and it's a, a, a sort of like a certain list of. Over a hundred games, they said. I don't know specifically all of them or anything like that. But if PlayStation were to do the same thing, would you guys participate or don't they? Are wait, so is this like you can play older games? Yeah, is these are they, they said backwards. So PlayStation, PlayStation actually already has that. It's like yeah, they do. Now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, PlayStation it's, now. It's around a similar price. I'm like you I can, there's have, a few PS3 games on there you can play. Yeah. yeah. I think even some PS2 ones, maybe? I know maybe. I had, like, I was playing, like, the Ratchet and Clank games for a while, because I had, like, a three-day free trial. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, I think it's a pretty cool idea. I definitely, I don't know. Yeah, I like it. I, I also think, like yeah. uh, the, the common ebook defense. I like having the hard copy. I like the disc. It is nice to have the disc, because you can resell it afterwards. Exactly. Like I mean, that. if you want to, like, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know when you would ever need... Like a hundred plus games. I feel like when you're younger, it's a lot more fun to have like a shitload of games. But now I end up playing GTA, Two K, <laughs> yeah, and you binge. and Rocket League. And like, yeah, you pick I, a game and you go off. I mean, and I could just cycle through them forever because they're so much fun. But you don't. <laughs> I don't. I just go on one for like a couple months and then go to the next one. I mean, I'm pretty stuck on GTA right now. Though. That game is so fun. That's a good game, yeah. It's you can have all back on it. Yeah, yeah it's it's a fun ass game. RPGs or something like. Oh. <laughs> Ten times better that with you if you have like friends that you can play with though online. Otherwise, it's just terrible. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, uh, I know Sam and I were watching a little bit of this, but uh, the Oscars the other night. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard about the ending, how they fucked up and. Basically, what had happened was they gave Warren Beatty the wrong uh, envelope, and it said Emma Stone, La La Land, and he thought it was for Best Picture, and it wasn't. So he was, like, trying to stall. I know Sam and I were watching it, and we were like, what the fuck is this dude doing? And then she just read it, Faye Dunway, and she was wrong, but basically, it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty embarrassing. I mean, when we turned it off because we thought they were just trying to be funny, me and you. Yeah, yeah we were watching it. And we, we were like, like, "This is weak." Why is this dude trying to prolong this? And then, turns out, I guess there was a little, a little difference there. But anyway, yeah. All right, moving on to the conspiracy of the week. God, I cannot wait for this. this you one, need to voice us in conspiracy theories. This one is uh, a pretty tame conspiracy theory. We got we don't have any government uh, involvement or anything here. Um, don't worry, we will reach that point eventually. But um, <laughs> this one this one was first introduced to me. Yeah, the Illuminati. This one was first introduced to me by uh, Jack Fadley. Actually, shout out. Oh, I just name dropped. Just dude. name dropped somebody. It's oh. a good thing, dude. 
Yeah, we'll have him on as a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have him on probably for either some weird ass herbal medicine yeah, <laughs> or a conspiracy theory of the week. But basically, it's called the uh, the Bernstein Bears conspiracy. Uh, I'm sure you guys watched that show with the Bear family growing up. You know, can't say I did. Well, you didn't watch the Bernstein Bears? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I when I was a kid, I always knew it as the Bernstein Bears. Neil, the same thing, sort of. Berenstein Bears. Yeah. Zach? Berenstein? Yeah. 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 Well, so, apparently it's spelled Berenstein, S-T-A-I-N, and it always has been spelled Berenstein Bears, and basically, the idea behind this conspiracy theory is, uh, since, like, so many people called them the Berenstein Bears when they were younger, and, like, they always remembered them as the Berenstein Bears. They said it was an example of the Mandela effect, which is when, like, many people have vivid memories of something that happened, but it didn't actually happen, like, people remembering that Nelson Mandela died in prison, um, but he never died in prison. He, he died, like, just a few years ago, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. And... Basically, what they say is that this means that it's evidence of an alternate history and a parallel reality. Um, and actually, the idea first came up in a forum dedicated to dreadlocks in 2009. And uh, basically, the idea is that between 1986 and 2011, someone went back and involuntarily altered the timeline of history. Um, basically, they, they changed the letter and the name and thus everybody remembered it wrong, but it's supposed to be evidence of some parallel timeline or something like that. Any any thoughts on that, guys? I mean, could you give us, like, you know, maybe, like, a, a condom to wear next time when you fuck our brines like that? Yeah, dude, brines. that was... That was <laughs> spares, stains. Yeah, you know, I just entered an alternate reality. I mean, myself. it's weird to think that everyone remembered it wrong. Like, everyone I've ever talked to remembered it as Berenstein. And part but of I it f- might be that it's just, like, Steen is a really common ending to a last yeah, name. Yeah, but wait, like, in the... Could they it just had be like, it got mispronounced one had, time? They had books, and then they had the videos, too, yeah. right? And in the videos, did they, say, did they say it's Stain? Berenstein Bears, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, we can check. I can look up a YouTube video. But... I'm pretty sure they always have, and yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the biggest conspiracy theory I have for you guys today. Mm. I'll look for some, some videos and, and let you guys know. Yeah, I'll look into it deeper, you know, well, maybe when I get some free time to work on my conspiracy grind. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a dedicated line of work, but that's all I've got in uh, pop culture and uh, conspiracies today, so... Uh, Thanks, Zach. This is you. My turn now? I think so. Turn it over to sports. Turn it over to sports. Uh, right now, Kentucky is up 2-0 over Vanderbilt. Um, that could be a good thing for the dogs if the uh, Kentucky loses this game. Yeah, it's true. Us leg up. Um, we want that Indianapolis spot, baby. As you, as you know, we're all big Butler fans this week. That's where we go. Um, pretty good season so far. Yeah, what are you doing? This dude trying to get a charger. <laughs> about to die. Apparently, shout out uh, James Danko. Not enough outlets in AV. I mean, yeah, just we can name drop. Right we can name drop JD. JD, I know you blocked me on Twitter. I know you blocked me, and I hate you for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do that. All right, just kidding. All right. 
Just kidding. Just Seriously. kidding. Haha, please you're gonna, don't take away my scholarship. I love you. You're gonna block me on Twitter, James. Really? I All I did was call you out. True. Oh, yeah, for something last year. Oh, okay, can we talk about Butler's conspiracies or not? Oh, I mean, I mean that, that's later. We're, we're in sports right now, Neil. Keep, keep those that's two Neil, you're a big sports fan, aren't you? I have no idea what is sports. <laughs> sports? What are, what are those? Um, yeah, so uh, big Butler fans. Right in the thick of uh, getting into March Madness. Uh, I just look look today, and we are fifty to one odds to win the national championship. What's the I'll what's, take that. who has the best chances? The best chance is North Carolina at thirteen to two odds. Okay, so what's the rule on betting on your own team again? Uh, you don't do it. That's what. I don't know. Damn. Oh, uh, and especially Butler, you do not bet on them to cover the spread. That's true. <laughs> uh, what was it? Who were we playing? Was it St. John's? Yep. Yeah, no, Saint, yeah. yeah no. it was St. John's, and he hit that like. 40 footer. Yeah. Yeah, it was St. John's because the line was 17. We were up 19, and two Maybe. seconds left, he chucks it up and hits it. Yeah. That was not a good day for the for Vegas. Well, actually, it was a good day for Vegas. Good day for Vegas, Vegas, bad day for gamblers. Not that we gamble promote that. or promote that. Don't promote that. If you do it, you do it. If not, nice you know. <laughs> um, Baseball season's also starting. Uh, <laughs> Tim Tebow, baby, go Mets. Part of my section here was going to be. Uh, the early World Series predictions. Mm. So, Colorado uh, Rockies. Respect the logo, right? Yeah, respect right. it. Is that your, is that your That's, prediction right now? I mean, yeah, This no. is on record. I Yeah. The, the Rockies, I think, are going to have a better season than they did last year. Um, are they World Series contenders right now? No. Um, probably not. Who do I think has the best shot at, at World Series? I would say probably the Cubs have... I would I would pick them as really the Cubs back to back. Yeah, I mean they still have a really good team, and what you, you gotta pick the the Indians. I mean I want to pick the Indians. I want to believe they're gonna go back to the World Series. Fans since sixteen, right? <laughs> that's just, Dude, just it, false, but that's okay. Indians fan since twenty fall of twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the recurring joke. I mean. I, I, I like the Indians. I think I think they can make some waves. Um, I also like what the Red Sox have been doing. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't like making predictions on the MLB because I feel like it's one of the leagues that's just like the most wide open when it comes to the postseason. I mean, when you play 162 fucking games. I do like the, I mean, definitely playoffs in the NBA and the MLB, I think. I know in football it's not possible to play multiple games, but... Yeah, I like, I like how it gives teams those, chances. Yeah. Especially those, and those wild card games. Yeah, the the one and dones. I like this this setup. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Red Sox. I'm gonna go Red Sox. All right, well you took mine. I was gonna pick the Red Sox too. So. Yeah, same. You could, You should let me know. It's <laughs> yeah. fine, Neil. Neil. I know you only know two teams. No. Okay, I can name way more than. All right, Neil. Name all the MLB teams. Name all the MLB teams. Which it's so. Ba- major, baseball. Baseball. Major, major baseball. League Baseball. Got it. We got the Red Sox, the um, White Hawks. No. The White Sox? No? Yeah, there we go, there we go. What did I say? White Hawks. Oh, shoot. We got the oh. Black Hawks. No. No, that's... That's hockey. That's hockey. <laughs> that's hockey. I knew that. I knew that. Um, we got this, the Blue Jays. Yeah. Oh, the Brace. The Cardinals. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a double right there. 200%. Has he even named the teams we've named yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, he didn't uh, name Red Sox. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Red Sox. Names, what free ever teams? The, the Mets. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, 
Oh, even though Tim Tebow's on it. Yeah. yeah. We got five. Of course I know. It's going to be a fucking failure. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> dude, ah, fuck. Dude, I'm literally right here, point. dude. And you can't fucking tell my favorite team. The Rockies. There you go. Is that not? Wait, that is. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that, ha- I you thought that six? was hockey. Six? No, that's, that's avalanche. Yeah. You got, six. you got six. Dude, 30? 30. We, yeah. you, you could keep going. Uh, we got ourselves uh, the... I'll remember them as you guys say them. Because uh, I know sure. all of them. The best teams. I'm the great friends with all of them. You <laughs> name the World Series champs from last year. Dude, the fucking cups. There, there we go. We're oh, up to okay. seven. All right. Nice. All right. You know what? I'm going to say I broke even and say seven is good enough. All right. Seven out of 30. All right. So who's your World yeah, Series pick? I got to go the White Sox. Right? <laughs> okay. All right. We'll hold you to that. Niels, you heard it here, for, here first, folks. Niels Remem- going with the remember White this tweet. Remember this tweet. No name no, dropping. No, no name dropping. <laughs> JL. God damn it. JL could be a name. <laughs> you just name dropped him. Way I did go. not name drop. It could be a her. It's not. That fat fuck is not a her. Oh, oh no. Okay. We're going to move off of this subject. <laughs> wow. All right. You know. A little bit of anger. Maybe. Um, you can't talk sports without mentioning the Warriors. Noah, you need to call out. What? Warriors call out. Do Stop farting. Warriors fans since 2015, dude. Just kidding. Alright, so uh, today, KD exits the game early. Uh, Zaza fell into his knee. Um, don't really know the extent of it. But, Thanks, Zaza. Fucking um, dick. Should have been in the All-Star game. Let it be known. True. <laughs> um, what do we think is going to be the outcome of the, the playoffs here? Mm, I don't know, dude. I Honestly, I feel like everyone sort of has a feeling that it's going to be Cavs-Warriors in the finals again three times in a row. I'm, I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying the Celtics beat the Cavs in the East. Yeah, do not sleep on our boy Brad Stevens. I, I just don't know. If Homegrown. The ball away. The ball away. LeBron comes out, dude. I don't know. Playoff LeBron where he goes zero dark 30 and shuts down Twitter. Yeah, dude, he's... He could take over. I mean, I yeah. Mean, I don't know. The West is interesting. If KD, if the knee is serious, obviously. Hope it's not. Hate to see that, but... Yeah. I think he just hyperextended it, so I don't think it's supposed to be anything overly... <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was very pain right now. Yes, we they do na- spread the word of the nation. <laughs> yeah, let us, know, let us know if you're on board with the vape nation. I'm sure Neil would love to reach out to you about vape flavors sometime. All right, so did you pick somebody? Oh, to win? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to say cop-out answer, Warriors. Okay. Sam, let's get your analysis. I mean, I think it's going to be Cavs-Warriors. What I, what, I, what I want to be and what my heart wants, wants it to be is Rockets-Celtics. <laughs> Rockets. In which I take the Celtics. More like Nuggets Celtics. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I like the Rockets. I like James Harden. I think he's been unleashed this season. But obviously, Warriors-Cavs probably for third year straight. Well, I said it. I'm going out on a limb. 
Warriors Celtics. Uh, I don't think it's quite the time for the Celtics yet, so the Warriors are gonna win. But step in the right direction. Brad Stevens is gonna bring the Butler Magic to the NBA. Yeah, I mean that's good for free agency. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's most likely that the Celtics will have the first pick in the draft. So yeah, there's even room for growth next year. I think they're gonna be a spooky team in the future. I agree. Yeah. If they um, can find someone to help Isaiah Thomas out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, we, we have mentioned, briefly mentioned the Bitch Club. Yeah, Noah, would did. you like to take the lead on explaining the Bitch Club? So the Bitch Club, I'm sorry, as I'm eating chips. The Bitch Club, basically, is, it started with Cam Newton. Um, well, just explain it, and then we'll tell who's in it. Okay. Well, Cam Newton did start it. Um, it's basically a club for athletes who um, constantly find reasons to just complain and just bitch about either refs or, like, just being whiny. I know Cam Newton definitely comes to mind with his press conference where he just asks all pouty and stuff. It's just it's basically for, for that kind of behavior, so... All right, so, yeah. Um, now, let's hear who's in it, and if you have any additions, feel free. I, I do actually have an addition from watching a, a game earlier today. Oh. So, um, yeah, I'm glad this section was brought back up. All right, uh, who wants to... I don't know I don't know exactly who's in it. So. I don't remember everybody who's I, in it. I mean, I well, we, we got Cam Newton West. officially, the president of the Bitch Club. Congratulations, Cam. Russell Westbrook. We'll send you a T-shirt. Yeah. Russell, Russell Westbrook. Draymond. <laughs> Raymond, definitely. Um, Yasiel Puig. Is Yasiel Puig is also in the bitch club. I feel like there's another baseball player in it who I can't remember, mm, though. I do. I'm trying to think of any other football players. Oh, was it the... Uh, which which team was bitching about, like, the Indians and sign-stealing and cheating? And I all thought that? it was the Dodgers. Was, no, it was... It was uh, who was it? Was said, it the Blue Jays? I think it was the Blue Jays. Was it someone on the Blue Jays? Who yeah. Was oh, oh, it was what's his name, Jose Bautista. Jose, right? Jose Bautista. Yeah, he was. He he was the. What about the third baseman? Uh, she was his name. You know who I'm talking about? Third he baseman. That, he was in the home run derby a couple years ago. No idea. You looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I don't really. I we got Josh Donaldson. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. I no. thought he was in it. Maybe. I don't know. I, we made that a while ago. I, I thought we had a running list. Uh-uh. We'll definitely have to have one now mm-hmm. because it's going to be an official you know, thing, thing now if this podcast is the Bitch Club mm-hmm. and also the fake news list. Fake mm-hmm. news, sad. But, um, yeah, I, I do have an addition. Who? Um, Thomas Bryant of the Indiana Hoosiers. Really? Um, college. I mean, yeah, college player. I mean, if you, if you watch this guy... He is consistently asking for a foul whenever he goes up for a shot. It was Dan Dockage and whoever else is on the call of Dan Dockage today at the Purdue IU game. Which, by the way, I'm just going to put out. That, that rivalry is way too overhyped. IU, IU fans kind of keep it low-key. Purdue fans act like it's the Super Bowl. You guys just need to chill out up there in West Lafayette. But, um, yeah, yeah he, said, he said Thomas Bryant uh, always asks for foul after everything and he, he watches more Indiana games than, than we do and then when we were when I watched him against Butler this dude was consistently 
getting pissed off about fouls. And then the ne- the pundit said, Thomas Bryant always looks like he's crying about something. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Thomas Bryant is the first collegiate addition to the bitch club in my, in my mind. Very well, man. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to ruin a college kid like that. We're college kids, but... I mean, um, it's only fair then, right? Let's talk about the, the Big East news then. Uh, Maurice Watson Jr. Oh, yikes. Yeah, here in we jail. go. This is a hot button topic. in jail right now? Yeah, he's sitting in jail right now. I think he appeared... Read so something. he can't he hear the podcast? In, no. Oh, he cannot hear it. Damn. Uh, he appeared in uh, court today, but I didn't see that he posted bond, which was... Ten percent of seven hundred and fifty grand. So seventy-five grand for yeah. one. Jesus. Well, yeah, I it's mean, a crime. Yeah, he, he kind of deserves it. Well, doesn't kind of deserve it. I guess. I mean, I guess it's tough to say that because you are innocent until proven guilty in this country. That's true. I, I mean, for those of you who don't know, Zach, do you want to explain what happened? I mean, he's just uh, accused of sexual assault in Omaha of a nineteen-year-old girl. So she was nineteen. Yeah. Oh boy. Wow, that's, uh, I mean... I mean, I guess he Inexcusable. I mean, he was immediately released, or uh, disciplined from the team. I guess suspended is the word. And then, uh, se- he's a senior, and senior day was... It's either the, is it this weekend, maybe? It probably is. Yeah, maybe it was... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But they said he would not be taking part in those activities immediately after they suspended him, so you knew something was up. Yeah, they, they played uh, St. John's on... T- Today. Tonight was senior night. Okay. And then, uh, word was released, uh, somebody in Omaha released it, one of the news centers, and there you go. He's supposedly dodging law enforcement, hiding out in Philadelphia, but, jeez. I mean, I think it's a good precedent set by the team. I think we see a lot of time in college sports, (coughs) Baylor, um, (laughs) that athletes are sort of given preferential treatment when it comes to, like, breaking the rules and stuff like that. Well, Obviously, whatever happened to the Kansas investigation? I think they figured out that that was, like, sort of... Fake news. Yeah, it was fake news. Like, it didn't actually happen. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, nowadays, is we have the, the Duke lacrosse scandal. Yeah, that's which, true. Which, you know, that ruined kids... And actually ruined kids' careers, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just... It's such an awkward topic and... and the difficult one to decipher when it comes to sexual assault in sports and mm-hmm. the, the the justice system in America. But uh, if 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 Maurice Watson Jr. did do it, and his his defense attorney has already right Zach, his defense attorney already said that it would ruin his whole life, and yeah. and he hasn't even seen the documents yet. Then well, he might have by now. But okay, but but if, if you know if if it does come out that Maurice Watson Jr. did it, you, you, I hope. That the justice system will, will do its job this time. It's it's failed so many times, and I think, you know, in the beginning of 2017, to finally get what, a case like this right with a high pro- profile athlete would set the tone for the rest of the year. Well, we were supposed to have a a calling guest. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's he's the weekly calling guest. Yes, uh, actually a doctor. Uh, uh, debatable. <laughs> Um, One day, yes. Should we try and give him a call, see if he answers? Um, we, we can try and give him a call, yeah. I'll call him. Give him, a... give him an IU. And this is Maverick Ho from IUPY. We're going to try and get on the phone for you guys tonight. He will be a weekly contributor. We'll give a plug if you want to contribute to any segment at any time. Get in contact with any of us, and we'll see, we'll see what, you, what we can work you out on. 
As long as you're not fake news. Let's see if we can get them here. Sad. Get your shit together, Maverick. I was going to leave him a nice message. Yeah, I bet you were. Well, that's all I have for sports today. Well, uh, well Maverick was going to tack on yeah. to sports, and we kind of know what he was going to talk about. So I guess we, we have a little bit of time. We can. Well, let's, let's kick it over to Neil. Let's kick it over to Neil, and we'll, we'll see if we can get Maverick back on all right. after Neil's done. I'll give him a call later. Got some, some techie news for you all. Oh, yeah, you are techie. It's a nice way to say you're a nerd. Butler IT. Butler IT, baby. Hey, oh, shameless, okay. shameless plug right there. But also, you should probably probably let let them know now that your views do not represent the views of Butler University of or course, the IT course, my views department. do not represent the views of Butler University or any member of Butler IT Services. They there we go. Great company. Don't name drop anyone this time. Yeah, come on, Neil. Stay away from <laughs> name dropping, please. Don't name drop. All right. Where to begin? Uh, what I want to start out with, because there are recent, very recent developments, obviously, why? Uh, was, Sam, I think you mentioned this a little bit, but nationalism, especially that driven by the Trump administration and, like, bringing jobs home and trying to get, um, bring back, like, outsourcing and stuff like that for cheaper labor, and the impacts it's going to have on Silicon Valley and like, um, like the technological tycoons like Apple, Facebook, actually more more than manufacturing ones. So I guess Apple would be the big one, but also like Microsoft would probably be another big one. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about that a little bit. Right. I mean, I also right saw now. in the news that the uh, I don't know how big he is in Samsung, but there was some Samsung executive getting brought to trial in South Korea on embezzlement and oh, yeah, fraud. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if he's really high up in Samsung or if this is just like an Asian official in Samsung. But I yeah, thought I had seen that he was like a, something he was pretty close to CEO or yeah, something. Yeah he was like president that. or something I Damn. So uh, yeah there's some there's some developments going down there. Uh, it was Samsung's acting head. Nice. I don't know what that means. Trial made corruption claims. Already led to his impeachment. He did what now? I don't know what it was. Um, Park was impeached by Parliament in December after accusations that pressure South Korean companies to donate almost 70 million to foundations related to the company. Sweet. Thank so you. Sources, was, what? <laughs> this one is The Guardian. Fake news. Are, are they on the fake news? The Guardian is fake no, news. Okay. I feel like The Guardian is pretty legit. I would trust The Guardian. Maybe that's just me, though. But... 
Yeah, but I just wanted to talk about what do you think is going to go down if um, our new president, Daddy, tries to <laughs> tries to push for um, bringing jobs home. I feel like he he says that firstly without realizing um, that. He, what was it, when they were, like, building the Trump Tower or something like that, they'd outsourced a lot of their work somehow. They what? Oh, they outsourced. His, yeah. yeah, and then his cheap. his companies are also, like, heavily outsourced to uh, oh, yeah. Asian countries, which is already extremely ironic. But then also how quality is going to suffer and we're just going to see massive increases in price because, what was it, according to... sources it varies on because every year it gets it seems to get worse and worse but it was like something like one million plus Apple pays like over a million worker Chinese workers about a buck 85 an hour for 12 hour shifts six days a week nice and then they're like it's like they're living in hell kind of they don't get to go back Home, like they stay in these dorms where they have like 12 to 14 people in a small room and then there's like um, they got like spies in there and stuff and there was like uh, <laughs> I hate that shit. there was uh, like mold growing on the suicide nets like that oh yeah and then now they have the suit that was a big thing a while ago was the suicide nets yeah. to uh, stop because there's so many suicides from workers being depressed and then like Jeez. The workers, when people would come to, like, check that there weren't any, like, human rights violations being committed, the workers would be, like, threatened and stuff like that. And either they'd be threatened or they'd just pay off a few of the supervisors to say that, no, everything's fine here. We don't have people that want to commit suicide. <laughs> and we have, like, everyone gets breaks and stuff like that. So it's kind of terrible in a way because, like, I feel like now we're getting to the point where every not even every year maybe every like eight or nine months we're looking at the newest phone and stuff like that i don't yeah. think we completely yeah. realize and i mean what it's what is happening now and i feel like it wasn't that way before i feel like we would <coughs> stick with the i feel like you know, that's just a general trend that we would stick with the same phone or like tech for longer and i feel like now we kind of every year it's the latest model and it's evolving so yeah quickly. and also yeah. there's like the they called it like technological apoptosis but it was like programmed death of yeah i read devices. that on mashable yeah and no the crazy thing was i didn't like i was like okay maybe they just don't make their products to last or something like that literally i took in my old uh i had an s5 active and i took it in because it like just stopped working and he was like uh the at&t guy was like all right let me take a look at the warranty and he was like oh it's two weeks past warranty years and i ended up having to pay for it and everything like that to get a new phone and then as i'm leaving someone else come someone else comes in with the exact same phone and it's exactly two weeks after warranty and his broke in the exact same fashion jeez i mean i was like i mean maybe that's just like a, a personal story but like i could easily see how you program stuff not to last well yeah and that's that's what the whole mashable thing was about is that if, if it doesn't break and you're trying to keep it past that that time period to where they want you to get a new phone, they'll just stop giving you the updates. Well, yeah, you can like look at Apple for example. You can only go back and update. Right. So far back, you can't. I don't. I don't even know what the cutoff is now, but I'm pretty sure it's 
It's I think it's the five S that gets the latest updates, and that's the last one. Oh yeah, I thought it was uh, for the most part. I thought it was like two generations behind. Yeah, so soon my six is just going to stop getting updates, yeah. and you know, exactly. I still it still works fine. To think about because now it's not only like, oh, I guess I don't need a phone because now it's like, no, I can't get updates. You literally need to buy the next model, which is kind of like yeah. shitty to think about. There are like, there are the masterful articles that there were laws that are going to try and reduce to where they can control everything about their product because the new Samsung Edge screen. Like, if I was to break my 6 screen, I could take it to the Broad Ripple store and get it fixed. It's going to cost me $90, yeah. but, you know, they have screens to fix. Well, the new Edge store, the new Edge screen that Samsung has, it's harder to get a replacement for, and Samsung just doesn't sell it to anyone. So if you break your Samsung with the Edge, the curved screen, you have to take it to Samsung, and now they control your phone. That's kind of what I worry about with, like, the big monopolies now, Samsung, LG, Apple... Yeah. Well, I saw something today that uh, uh, Apple is buying their screens. Uh, supposedly, they're out. They're buying their OLED screens from Samsung for the next phone. Really? It's wow. gonna be the same phone as. I feel the like same Samsung is the big player here. Yeah. I feel like that's what I've been hearing. Even it's gonna than... be the uh, same screen as the. I guess the Edge. Is that hmm. the one that wraps over the side? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what it, it's gonna be. The same screen, supposedly. And it's just a rumor. I don't know. I don't know for a fact, but. I mean, going back to the uh, the manufacturing point, um, if we do kind of have this this I- idea that we want to bring these manufacturing jobs for Apple and phones back to America, um, from an economic standpoint, we can't make those phones as great as they were being made in China or Japan or Korea. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, we could. It would just cost so much more. It, it's it, it's going to cost, I, but also even we, then, our workers aren't technologically of, yeah, skilled enough. True. It yeah. takes years to pick up the... Uh, so we're going to see flaws in our phones. Oh, exactly. Never, it's going to yeah. be so expensive and... Yeah, it's going to be... Even producing it over in China. And there's already, rumors, like... There's rumors there's going to be a model this upcoming year over $1,000. Yeah, and no, like, the, like... My phone, if you weren't to, like, get it... Most phones, actually, if you weren't to get them through your carrier... They're like upwards of a thousand dollars. Some of the nicer ones, like the nicer like big models with big batteries, like Samsung, LG, Apple flagship models are anywhere from like eight hundred to twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. So it's kind of insane to think about how much how much more it's going to be if we bring it back from overseas. Mm-hmm. Especially the amount of money it's going to take to move technology back and stuff like that. At the same time, though, I feel like then you wouldn't have worker violations and stuff like that and that way like ethically it would be good but then I also think well it looks like then someone else will take advantage of them because you're going to have cheap labor just sitting there someone's going to take advantage of it if you aren't like which is terrible to think about but like we're at a we're in a situation right now where that's what works (laughs) and like there's no there's no other way there's no other way to just like substitute for that the way if you want if you're going to complain about human rights but don't want to pay X amount of dollars for your phone, well, I guess you're kind of stuck in this situation. I mean, you're going to march for human rights while filming the march and posting about the march to Twitter on your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, where, where does that kind of hypocrisy stop, I guess, is the, is the real question. I mean, I guess it would stop if you create, like, a really PC phone company. It would be a shitty-ass phone, but... Could be like super PC, locally sourced. <laughs> oh no, let's not get into locally. Let's not go like fucking get Earth route. 
the other one that has to do with data, I guess, was Trump's new um, appointed FCC chair, Ajit Pai, Pai, P-A-Y-A, P-A-I, I don't know how you say it. Uh, I'm going to go with Pay. 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 I'm going to call him Pay. Ajit Pay. 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 Um, but he just blocked something like nine major internet service providers from um, participating in Lifeline, which is this program which gives underprivileged or low-income families or schools that are low-income, it gives them uh, cheaper internet access than would be usually available in, like, the normal contracts. So it's just basically, like, funding to provide internet to everyone, which is kind of the point of net neutrality, was to, like, make sure everyone has equal access to the internet. And so, ironically, this dude is arguing that by giving it at a cheaper price to some people than other people, you're now, it's the opposite of net neutrality. So he was, he blocked bills that were trying to protect Lifeline. And as a result, they're gonna be, I think right now the coverage under Lifeline is like 13 million Americans that um, are covered by it. And they're pretty much gonna get fucked now. <laughs> Because he's claiming that if you give something to poor people for a cheaper price because they can't afford a more expensive price, then you're going to get... That's that's the opposite of what net neutrality has in mind. But basically, he's very anti-net neutrality. and He's like for letting internet service providers decide who they get their information from and um, how much information they can take and who gets faster internet and who gets slow internet. I mean, that, Sam, that might be something you're interested in, like, for laws, like, what businesses can and can't do to you. Yeah, I mean... In, I mean, in a way, it's just, it's similar. Yeah, can you, yeah, that's, that's kind of how you open up the door to internet service providers, selling what you look at um, and what you do on your internet to certain, I don't know, insurance providers and stuff like that so that they can gather a kind of database on you. Maybe you search all these crazy-ass diseases you think you have on WebMD so <laughs> you get marked as a liability because that stuff's getting sold. Or And, you know, that just opens up the doors for for kind of this big rubber reality that you only see in video games and movies but that, that somehow every day you wake up and you almost feel like you're closer to it. And it's, I don't know if it's... It's true or not, but it's definitely something that needs to be kind of in the back of people's minds. So I think what do you, what do you think? That, 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 that's the end of episode one. It's a solid episode. One. Closing statements. Yeah, let's, let's go around and get some closing statements. Start with with, with Noah. Go dogs. Yeah, I'm going to go dogs, beat Seton Hall this weekend, and to anyone who's a Butler student, have a great and fun spring break next week. Yeah, uh, we'll be taking a brief week hiatus. Uh, we'll, we'll we may all just call in, conference call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there we'll will be, be no show. back to our homes of uh, Noah out in Denver. Golden Colorado. Golden Colorado. The Miller High Life, right? Well, come course, on, man. Course, course, man. Course. course. Oh, uh, Neil, to Goshen. Who knows where that is? Big Nash. Uh, Not Big Nash. Sam just up the road to Zionsville. And Go I Eagles. Be going down I-70 to St. Louis. So uh, we'll see you in two weeks. And everybody have a good couple of weeks.
Thanks for listening. This has been the Berkeley Boys. Okay, we don't have the outro music. Trigger! Now.